The show today is brought to you by Vapor for Life. It's 2014, and if you're still smoking, it's time to quit and start vaping. There's no tar, no harmful chemicals, and a pleasing smell. My wife has been using Vapor for Life since 2011, and we have zero complaints. The staff is extremely nice, and they ship very, very fast. Quit smoking, start vaping. Go to breakroom.tv slash vape and enter the code FREESHIPUS at checkout to get free shipping on U.S. orders of $50 or more. Want to tell the world about that crappy big-budget flick? Or get people to buy that barely-noticed book or CD that rocked your world? Can't quit talking about pop culture? Then become a blogger at one of the fastest-growing review sites online. PopSyndicate.net Searching for people who want to blog about movies, DVDs, books, comics, anime, music, TV shows, and more. Check it all out at PopSyndicate.net And email the editor for details. PopSyndicate.net Your virtual pit stop for all things pop culture. Hello, this is Charles. Which fruit would you like to sexually assault? Grape, grape. The following program does not necessarily represent the views of the Trinity Broadcasting Network. Have y'all heard about this? Breakroom.tv KTBR Breakroom Hear the drama, dear wicked! your pipe and a glass of scotch and settle down on your leather chair for another adventure in the break room the paragon of culture and class in the podcasting world there she is my leading lady <clears throat> can you feel it the sexual tension how do i look christ on the cross what did you do to yourself you look like a fucking child a very hot child who's been poorly waxed you cheated on me. I couldn't get an appointment and he told me to shave. I told you to trim. This is vagina town, sweetheart. They didn't have little heart-shaped tufts of pubis in 1930s LA. We need a fucking market. When I got on a film where I could hire someone who could be my driver, where I had that ability and that power, I, I called him. He came out and drove me on a time to kill. He and I became good friends. Well, he's like family for sure, you know. I call him Merkin, and he, he calls me Merkin. So there's only two Merkins, and that's me and him. And that came off of a, a comedy show, Exit 57. We found out a year later, that's a pubic wig. And I was like, well, that's perfect. So now I'm Merkin, he's Merkin, and a couple of pubic wigs. <laughs> Merkin. 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 Yeah, the Merkin, that's it. Merkin, 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 Merkin. <laughs> Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. I am a hot piece of ass. By entering the vagina, you can then be blown out the asshole. <laughs> Episode 197 right. of The Break Room. Mark, Thomas, and Dustin back again. Tell a friend. Are we? I guess we are. I think Thomas is already powered down. Yeah. Pretty much. He's beaten. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I am. Yeah. Sounds so, like it. Gentlemen, how was your week so far? <clears throat> it was decent. Sucks. 
Why is it so? It's been a rough week. Uh oh. Yeah. Last week at specific job, and it sucks. At specific job. Yep. It's a nice company name. Well, we don't need that. <laughs> you doing okay over there, buddy? <laughs> I'm but fine. You, but you're starting a new position next week, right? Yeah. Missionary. I was gonna say doggy. God. Eiffel Tower. Something like that. With DF2. God. <laughs> no. Let's not dance around that too closely. Yeah, please. <laughs> God. Sorry. Weirdo. I mean at Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> Thomas is one of the uh, male models that stands outside shirtless outside the door <clears throat> and sprays perfume onto himself and in the general vicinity of the store. I'm Mr. Works but never gets paid. <laughs> but at least he's working. <laughs> exactly. At least you're contributing to the catalog. I guess. So pretty, who, a pretty lousy job not to get paid. Who oils you up every morning at Abercrombie and Fitch? You do, dude. I have another job. I'm not. Why don't you come by there first? Shower. Or it's one of the fifty man servants that are out on the balcony. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, your servant staff. Yeah, that makes sense. Now we'll that, t- that somehow also work without getting paid since I have no money to give them. <laughs> <laughs> what type of oil uh, does your oil choice uh, depend on the day? It's like it's the just weirdest like, feature ever. It's like Johnson and Johnson. Like nice, Nothing just regular special. baby and oil. Johnson. Just regular. <laughs> what oil are you wearing today, Thomas? <laughs> just uh, Johnson and Johnson. And Johnson. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So no question of the week today, unfortunately. If somebody would call in at 469-665-9827. Do you remember TV I'm trying to say it faster. Maybe they can't get it. 469-665-9827. Or Do you remember shooter games? You can email us at breakroomshow at gmail.com. Shooter games. Or Do you shooter games. Or you could leave a question on the brand new shiny forums at breakroom.tv. That's all right. That's right. Or popsend.com or pop slash send, the breakroom. Or popsyndicate.net. Or popsend.com slash forums. Yes, that as well. All those links work. Oh, cool. Let's just go to the you, can, <laughs> you can go to breakroom.tv and find everything. Our shows, reviews. Uh, etc. Et etc. Cetera, et cetera. You can find the answer to that. What is a Merkin? <laughs> Breaking news, all sorts of fun stuff. Is it, right? It's Merkin talk on the actual forums. They're, sure, we can have we can have Merkin talk. We can start a Merkin forum. So far, I'm pretty sure it's only been you, me, Travis, and some random Travis fan that has posted anywhere. That wasn't. Site, I thought so. that was you that posted that. That wasn't you. No, not the Viking you're not, you're not Vikings fan eighty five. Why would I be Vikings fan eighty five? <laughs> I thought you just made up some bullshit. No, he's, he's a giant Vikings fan because yeah. the email address was test at test dot com for that account. Well, I guess so. somebody didn't want oh, to be known. It really, but somebody apparently is a Travis fan. <laughs> apparently. We'll find them out there. Yeah. Or like said, or an Adrian Peterson fan. I can't tell. Or a fan of both. Yeah, maybe, maybe the show Vikings. It's That's on History Channel. Good point. So since we don't have the question of the week, I thought we would uh, go quick hit some some little news stories. So, little news stories. Little news stories. So the, uh, te- a lot of the television upfronts were this week. And, uh, I don't give a fucking ass. Other things. There's a lot, of, a lot of interesting stuff happened. <laughs> you really killed your own story right off the bat. Um Fox Me News, because they decided that they were not going to do pilot season anymore. Fox Me News? Made it news. That they were not going to Very do... Very Irish sounding of you. Not to cut them. Do them news Fox no Me more. News. Fox Me News. <laughs> it's the Irish branch of Fox News. Fox Me News. Fox Me News. Even more right wing than exactly. Fox News. If that's possible. But they said they were going to do pilot season uh, anymore, which yeah, is I'm interesting. Sure. So typically pilots... Happen. There's mid-season pilots and there's fall pilots, like Stringfellow Hawk and exactly, yeah. The guy uh, landed the plane on the Charlie Sullenberger, right? <laughs> Stringfellow Hawk and Ernst Borgnine, Ernest Borgnine, exactly. Yeah. Those are the only pilots. <laughs> um, you know, after that Fox interview, I wonder how much time uh, Ernest Borgnine spent masturbating in the back of Airwolf. <laughs> I bet it was constant. That's a good question. You know what? Constant. They weren't actually in a helicopter, believe it or not. <laughs> okay, 
The, the set. <laughs> Maybe he's masturbating in the back of the set. The set cockpit. Exactly. You know, hey, oh, speaking, hey. of, speaking of semen, <laughs> of course. I, I had a random thought on the way over, and I don't know why this entered my brain. Uh, Do you remember TV having, stands? But I, I, had, I had the random thought that I wonder if I could make a fortune in Japan by dehydrating se- uh, semen and putting it in jars and selling I it. I make Japan. more than Like selling it out of, of those crazy uh, Coke machines that like, hug you and stuff. I wonder if I could make a fortune in Japan. They love semen in Japan. Do they? Is that, yeah. a, is that a known fact? Well, that's where Bukaki started, was oh, Japan. Okay. I didn't know that. I honestly didn't like know that. walk down the street that's and right. buy it from a vending machine type well, they thing, have, though. Yeah, they have vending machines that, like, issue girls used underwear, and they have, you know, they're way into semen over there. Send over some shit stain balls or, yeah. I don't know, something. Anything, any weird sexual thing, yeah. Japanese seem to be in it. If you watch any of their weird tentacle porn or whatever. <laughs> I haven't. I didn't even know that well, existed. It was a thing. Tentacle porn? Hentai. Is it like, Hentai. Is it like octopus tentacles in the ass what? or they're what? Gen- yeah, they're like demons that have sex with girls that well, have like tentacle seem to know a lot about this subject yeah, I know I'm really it way too into it but that, <laughs> so it that, seems really weird better than my thought first of all how much would it take to get so what a cup this of is, semen what dehydrated? this is is you really want a tentacle shoved in your ass yes and well, that's, you're gonna make up this weird hypothetical about, about, no, no. This, no, about that's, that's, that's real <laughs> I'm saying I have a business idea and I wonder how much how many millions they can, can get more anal tentacles if right. this is successful <laughs> right I could buy more anal tentacles Fair from, enough. From demons, yes. Right. But that's... I'm, I'm weird. Like, I don't yeah, know. I know. I, I mean... We accept you as you is are. Is it a valid business idea, though? I mean... You could try it. Was this one of the short stories or uh, short articles, or is this just some random... No, thing? no. It's this just is a thought. Just, we were talking about semen, and I had just... I had that random thought come in, where I was like, uh, so what if I could dehydrate a cup of semen and sell it in Japan? I think this millions. is a bus segment. <laughs> yeah, some, I guess it is. <laughs> some Go ahead and play really the whole weird. thing. I'm sure there's new <laughs> listeners that have never heard it. Now the segment's over. Hey, young man, can I help you? Howdy, howdy. Uh, can I see your bus pass, please? Yeah. Crazy skills. They're all aboard the booty bus. Go, go. On our maiden board. And my way is done white. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the candle. <laughs> fucking ass. Check it out. It's time to take a ride on the bus. Have your tickets ready, assholes. I'm a pirate. I'm a nerd. I'm a princess. I'm not a Jew. I am Mark Hudson. Get in my bus. I want you to use the biggest probe you can find. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> Mark's powdered semen, the sister product to Thomas's anus jerky. Ah, coming soon. Coming soon. I feel like the jerky is going to be way more successful. Subsidiary Maybe. of Gasoline High Five Productions. They're both focused around the anus it sounds like but anyway go so ahead so back to the news back to uh, back to the news so fox is going to put together a <laughs> a new batman tv show have really you heard, have you heard about this i haven't heard about that yeah it's actually going to be essentially smallville but with batman <clears throat> oh god well they I talked mean, about doing this a while years back. ago years ago actually well, when smallville was on the air it was, it was wb WB. yeah that was talking or about cw one of those i like yeah. how mark seems like a real newsman he's like holding the holding up the Got iPad here he's like Flaunting it in front of us all. That's right, I'm flaunting it. It's going to be them in high school, and it's not only going to be Bruce Wayne in high school, it's also going to be all the villains. So I'm guessing we're going to see Teenage oh Two-Face, <laughs> Teenage Poison Ivy, Teenage so, Bane. See Jack Napier walking down the high school hall. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight on Gotham. Exactly. Or I guess it's, uh, what is it? I don't know if they named it. Oh yeah, it's just called. I don't want to wait. It's just like small, but it's actually called. Tonight on Gotham, <laughs> we might actually hear a, 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 a trailer for that show next might week. We? Not What's next it called? week, Gotham. It's called Gotham. It's called Gotham. Oh my God! What's so maybe called? we might actually hear a. Well, we're gonna hear a trailer for that next week. How about Are we? That? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. But 
this is so stupid. So it's going to be all of them in high school together. And yet somehow nobody knows Bruce Wayne's real identity is Batman. And the show's going to end. Well, is it going to be Batman at the time? No, no. It's going to end. The show will end when Batman puts on the cape for the first oh, time. God. Just like Smallville. Are you kidding me? I'm not That's even you. worse because it's not like he has powers he's discovering along right, the way or anything. Kidding. It's just like he's just going to be a rich kid in really, high school. He just really discovers lame. a new judo chop or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe maybe <laughs> Liam Neeson shows up and teaches him some things about fighting or something. Hopefully, God, that's really God, that's really dumb. They say what do you think of they it? describe like it? it as an operatic soap no. that has a larger than life quality. That's what Batman needs is an, a soap opera type atmosphere. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think this is needed at all. I mean, I would love to see maybe a show that was Bruce Wayne on his international travels prior to becoming Batman, but not set in high school. Yeah. High school's really dumb. High school is not dumb. Not set in high school with all the villains. Yeah, we're <laughs> the high school with them. Bruce Wayne digs Ping. Poison Ivy and Penguin's uh, going to be going through just the tip of the, uh, the Har- cigarette holder. Harley's up to her old tricks in the gym again. Yeah, exactly. Like... It's stupid. That's even worse. That probably- old Bane, he's a bully on the football team. <laughs> yeah. He's using illegal substances. <laughs> Ruh-roh. Yeah. Hopefully Clayface is there trying to <laughs> hold his image together from oh, all the kids. Oh, Penguin's some giant fat kid that doesn't just... He's got yeah. diarrhea running down his pants and his <laughs> crumbles down his shirt. The only way this is a success is towards the end if Arnold Schwarzenegger makes an appearance as Mr. Freeze. That's the end of the... Uh, that's the whole end of it. That'd be awesome. Exactly. That'd be pretty sweet. Where have all the cowboys gone? Kicks on. Tonight. I don't think most of the people that are going to be watching this will have any idea what song that is. They might. The WB might bring it back or whoever it's on. Doesn't matter. Where have all the cowboys gone? It's amazing. So, have you all heard about this? No. An elderly Walmart customer was attacked. When have y'all heard about this? He tried to purchase twenty-two items in a twenty items or less express line. Uh oh. Can we really say that that was not an illegitimate attack upon his person? Uh, a, I, a, I think it was totally it was legit. a legitimate attack. Uh, well, no, he's he's complaining because he was attacked. And I'm saying, haven't we all seen someone that has twenty-one items and we want to punch them? No, you're I just ruining. Count, I don't count people's cart. Pow. Wow, look, at, look at Mr. Liberal over here. <laughs> just allowing pe- people care. to dispose of the rule of law in society. Now, I've been Mr. Anarchist I have, in there. I know. I've been plenty irritated when I have, like, obviously am standing with one thing, and the person with a full cart in front of me doesn't go, go right ahead. That That's irritating. Mm. But anyway. But you're okay with breaking the rule of law, and as society falls apart because someone uh, has 22 out of <laughs> Oh, my God. So John Mallerby, who's 67. I think you think society is a lot more fragile than it actually rules is. Rules are rules. <laughs> okay. We're about to go descend, in, well, descend into anarchy. They anyway. announced today that the uh, they have this generic uh, world death clock, holocaust, or what do you call it, no, global holocaust clock that's essentially that. a predictor of how soon is the apocalypse going to come, and it's down to five minutes now. Who runs this clock? I don't know. Five <laughs> minutes? Yeah. That's, so it should have already happened. Well, no, it's... Essentially, it's five minutes is a metaphorical mm. concept of how close we are to dying. The Jews all are responsible. Uh, so it's not actual time. No, it's not actual time. <laughs> no, it's not an actual predictor. It's a metaphor for how close we are to apocalypse. Compared mm. to 6,000 years ago when the world was birthed from right. God's hand. Exactly. Okay. Sorry, it was 2,000 years ago. No? No. And it was Zanus. Try again, dude. It was 2,000 <laughs> years ago that Jesus was born. Yeah. Or... Get your biblical history straight. What the hell's wrong with you? Whatever. Why are you just shake, doing shake face at him? Jesus wrote dinosaur. Uh, yeah, so John Mallerby was unloading his electric, person. electric shopping cart in the express <laughs> lane while the man behind him, a one William Gollity, 
counted the number of items that Mallerby had out loud. When they exceeded 20, Galladay began yelling at him that he had too many Ten, items and told him he nine, couldn't use the register. Eight, <laughs> seven, they had six, an argument. Galladay worked. Counted backwards. Two, one. <laughs> Galladay walked away, but then quickly returned and pushed the metal shopping cart into Mal- Mallerby's right elbow, causing him pain. Oh. Walmart managers then walked Galladay out of the store, but he stormed back in and confronted Mallerby <gasps> with both fists raised. <laughs> Police came and arrested Gallaty wow. on charges. Why did they battery. do that first? If for any reason any of us need to count anything in in front of other people, we should do it like that drop goes, Ten, like all nine, out of complete, eight, uh, every one seven, in not six, in the same context five, as the other. Well, I think we need to issue portable jazzy shows to everybody. <laughs> I mean, that, that'd be awesome. Hey, make it work on my phone. That would be yeah, awesome. That would be awesome. I'd play it everywhere. Yep. All right. Have y'all heard about this? A guy named Greg Keating is claiming that he is Conan O'Brien's illegitimate lost son. Now, take a look at take a look at this picture. His mom worked for at 30 Rock, the NBC building, okay, years and years ago when Conan was still a writer. And he is claiming that he is the bastard son of one Conan O'Brien. Now, look okay. at this picture and tell me what you think. Does he stand a good chance of being his son? He sure looks a lot like him. Based on, you know, the visual test. Yeah. Red hair, kind of a similar structure. He's got a little bit of a puffier face. Sure, but I mean that could mean any one of. He could just be a dude that happens to look like him. Too. Yeah, it's There's very no true. Way of knowing, but he does. He says he has pay stubs that prove that his mom worked at Thirty Rock okay, the well, same time. Don't that care about Conan his pay stubs. There. Let's let's but look at that, the DNA. Well, he's at, yeah. He's does that show that he came inside of her though? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was a little it on the pay stub. No, he's asking this uh, stub. Is perfectly in sync with this recording of his la- of his sperming at this point. Conan keeps a sperming record, sperming log, sperm a sperming diary. Exactly. No, he's actually asking. Uh, Are Conan you serious? Denied it. Um, but he, the the kid is Kate, Keating or Kating, however you say his last name. Uh, he's actually asking for a blood test because he actually believes it. Apparently, is it family ties that the family was the Keating family? <laughs> Yes, I, I think so. <laughs> Wasn't it? I think so. That was the Keatons. Keatons, yeah. Okay, Keating. well, something well, let's like just that. go with it. It's family ties. <laughs> so Michael J. Fox is Conan O'Brien's illegitimate son. Uh, Do you remember that Good Vibrations movie from back in the day? I love how that's a question at all. Back in the day. It doesn't really matter. Do you, do you remember How Gummy Bears Oh, my God. It's just inundated with eight questions now. <laughs> this is the clothed Mr. <laughs> Mr. Skin over so, here. In light of this discovery, I thought we would talk to Conan O'Brien's cousin from Ireland coming up next. You have too much diarrhea? He's got many stories about Conan O'Brien. Oh, are we supposed to be leaving now? No. Hey, sport chief guy, while we take a break to get a box of fudge sickles. Call in a question of the week or a comment to 469-665-9827. Everybody needs a servant in the final of dough. I don't give a fucking ass. And never let you have a strategy or kick on dough. Sometimes I have no sense at all. As most flawed men I want to do. Just say fuck you. Get that hungry feeling after school? Boy, I do. I'm so hungry, I could eat a wagon wheel. 
When I'm slow on the draw and I need something to chaw, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When my ten gallon hat's a fuming five gallons flat, I got something planned, which is little cheese sandwiches. Come on! Here's a great little snack to tide you over till dinner. If you want something delicious and nutritious, cheese is a super snack. Look, a wagon wheel. When my get up and go has got up and went, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When I'm dancing a hold down and my boots kind of slow down, or any time I'm weak in the knees, I hanker for a hunk of, a slab or slice a chunk of, a snack or is a winner, and yet won't spoil my dinner. I hanker for a hunk of cheese. Yahoo! Cinema's been around for over 100 years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-Minute Movie Podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. Super Soaker Extra Power 150. Oh, God! God! The XT150 pumps out twice the water of regular Super Soakers, reloads faster, too. The new Extra Powerful XP150 from the next generation of Super Soakers. Super Soaker XPs, available in 75, 150, and 250 models. We're back to the break room, the home of the crazy cheese fetish. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's going good. Listening to a little DAT radio, DAT radio as we like to call it. <laughs> Dustin and Thomas here. And uh, this is, again, we're recording early in the morning. For some reason, Mark never, <laughs> Mark won't ever take off of work. He makes us go ahead and do this by ourselves. But, Pretty much. Uh, you know, we have to do it early in the morning because we're actually going to call someone in Ireland today. Isn't that correct, Thomas? Yes, it is, I believe. I don't know the gentleman's name, but uh, I uh, guess we'll see. Uh, we just have a phone number. They didn't give us a name associated with it. I think he's a fan of the show or something. Yeah. Uh, so supposedly there's a little controversy you may have heard uh, in an earlier bit of the break room, which we're going to record later and then put in front of this, <laughs> that uh, Conan may have an illegitimate uh, child that uh, was birthed in 30 Rock or something like that. So this is uh, actually not that child, but this is that child's Irish uh, Irish cousin, apparently. So let's see if we can get him on Skype here. All our celebrity contacts like Skype, so sure. we'll stick with that. We should ask him some uh, pre-made questions. Hello. Hello? Hello. Who is this? Uh, this is Patrick O'Brien. Who is this? This is uh, Dat Radio calling you from America. Ah, <laughs> uh, the break room, my favorite podcast. I don't know about the break room. I don't know what that is. This is Dat Radio here. <laughs> Do you not get that radio? In, you don't get that radio in Ireland. We don't. We only get the break room. Oh, okay. Recognize your voices. Oh, okay. Yeah, we fill in on that show too. Mostly. So, hear your voices. Where's Mark? Uh, he he wouldn't be on that radio. He's on he's on the main break room. So this is this Why is us not? calling Why on the clues. Mark? Uh, he's okay. He's we'll get into boy. him later. What he what he does and doesn't do is not important. <laughs> We're just giving you a call because uh, we understand. That you have a cousin in America that uh, thinks that uh, he may be related to a celebrity of uh, a nighttime show on TBS. Is that correct? Uh, who would you be talking about that? 
I do not get the uh, American TV over here. All we have is BBC <laughs> One and Two. Are you familiar with the name Conan O'Brien? Ah, uh, yes. Conan, Seamus, Connor, Michael, Mary Elizabeth O'Brien. <laughs> he sounds very uh, Irish. As Irish as he looks. My fifth cousin. My fifth cousin, yes. Oh, okay. Fifth cousin. So would you say that you're close? Extremely close. After all, I'm responsible for all of his bastards. Oh, really? So you're familiar with the semen he flings around? Uh, quite familiar. Uh, we have ten of his uh, semen flings right here in front of me. They're all nestled about taking care of me sheep. Uh, how old are they all? Uh, 19, 17, uh, 12, 11, 33, 49... And 23. Wow, he and was... Who gives a shit about them? He was flinging at a young age, wasn't he? 40, 49 years old. Quite, quite young, quite young. Every time he would visit the uh, homeland, he was always uh, humping a blarney stone. Every time he would make a visit, he would kiss it and then hump the shit out of it. <laughs> you know, I heard if you guys are short on money, if you gather those together and send them to Japan, you can stick them into vending machines. And, you know, you actually make a dollar, especially on celebrity semen. His bastards? No, the semen. The semen that you have on the sheets. Oh, the semen. <laughs> he is he is quite the machine. If we could if we could gather his semen together, powder it up, perhaps yes, the, J- the Japanese would uh, quite appreciate the canned Conan semen. <laughs> so do you have the inside scoop on this uh, claim that this new guy is possibly a, a son of his? Well, frankly, I don't know the details, but I wouldn't be surprised. Every time Conan comes here, he's throwing his semen about to and fro. He does come the there, doesn't he? Hey, What's that lad? I couldn't hear you. He does come there, doesn't he? Yeah, he comes and he comes, if you know what I mean. I do. <laughs> 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 oh, laughter is fun. It is. It's laughter. fun to laugh. <laughs> no, every time Conan comes here, which is once a year, he produces a new bastard. Uh, you know, plenty <laughs> of them have died in the you know in the last five years from the uh, famine. Well, that's uh, why he has so many of them. You know, if they die off, yeah, then I'll have we, extra ones. Yeah, they die. They die because we don't feed them enough potatoes. But uh, you know, we still have a good ten of them here working the farm. Is, working the, uh, sheep uh, is, is Ireland racked with famine right now? That you guys were past the potato famine. I don't believe the Brits. We're quite <laughs> starving over here. <laughs> they They're just... always poisoning our potatoes and poisoning our pot of gold. <laughs> poisoning your pot of gold. So is that a is that a communal thing or does everybody have their own? Uh, we have a communal pot, and then we have our individual pots. You really shouldn't eat it, though. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. You shouldn't eat it. You should just use the gold and, and buy other food. Well, that's what we've been doing wrong all these years. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Glad I could help you out. It was it was worth the call. But, yes, every time Conan comes here, he's always throwing his semen around to and fro here and yon. He often likes to go to the place of Dover and masturbate over the edge, see what he can hit below. <laughs> Is there a lot of stuff every hanging out down walk. there at the bottom of the cliff of Do- cliffs of Dover? He likes to hit the seal and whatnot. The Irish Dolphins. So there's like some Conan seal action going on down there. There's like some crossbreeds. Fuck Conan on seal action, yes. <laughs> then when the when the Pope comes about, he likes to run across the stage nude, showing his shamrocks off and flinging semen into the Pope hat. Fair enough. I mean, who doesn't really like to do that, or if they have an opportunity? He's got semen for days, bastard. Not bastard. So long story short, do you think this guy? Do you think this guy is Conan's bastard, or do you think all of his bastards are uh, isolated to Ireland? No, he uh, he likes to bring them here. He likes to, frankly, get his rocks off here. He's imported a few here or there. Uh, you know, there was Bob, there was Juan, uh, there was Domingo, uh, and and uh, Bob, too. But, you know, he likes to bring them when he can, but uh, I'm not surprised at all that uh, the man gets his rocks off where he can and just disposes of his uh, his vermin, as he calls them, here in Ireland. And he expects them to die enough to claim on his giant fortune. Well, thanks. Appreciate it. What was your name again? Uh, my name is Patrick Seamus Connor Michael Mary Elizabeth Nicole Bryan. 
<laughs> do you think you could do a little? Uh, think you could do a little uh, outro for us? We have something we like to get celebrities to do for us. It's called Out Go Out Gasoline High Five. Do you think you could say that for us? State your name and then say that sure. for us. Oi, I can do that. Hi, oi, lads. Uh, this is Patrick Shane, Connor, Michael, Mary, Elizabeth, Mick O'Brien. Out go out gasoline high five. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks, Pat. You have, have a good day. <laughs> and there's Pat. <laughs> Those little bat radio for your ears on the break room. Why do you guys feed. always cut me out of the cool interviews? You never want to take off work. We do it early in the morning, and you say you got to go in. And well, if you wouldn't do it at 840. You bitches, 2 and 3, go take care of this you shit. You always do it at 840. Why don't you do we don't have control time? of when the cool people want to talk yeah, to us. Exactly. We can't control the time difference in here and Ireland. You always talk to these really cool people. I never get to be, part, be a part of it. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe someday. Maybe someday I'll get to be a part of Dat Radio. I thought you were quitting. Why would you be a... Never mind. I can be the, you produ- won't be. I can be the producer, like I was on Pickled Embryo. <laughs> oh, okay. True. Maybe I so. That's what you're saying. Maybe I can be that radio maybe, coming second maybe half of we'll 2014. Let you be the producer. Let me, huh? I see it is. I make the show gold, and you're just going to let me be a producer. I see how it is. <laughs> oh. That show is not Sorry. gold. Your <laughs> show doesn't get a little wet. It's a little angry. A little something ripped there. I fart when I get angry, so, you know. <laughs> I just, All right. Just, there's just copious amounts of gas when I get angry. The, the heat flares within, the pot boils, and, yeah. you know. I don't give a fucking ass. So we have a special guest for this segment? We do. Uh, we are joined once again by Nate from the Hobo Shack. Hello. I love you, Nate. Shut up, studio. All right. Studio audience, we have mic'd up. Oh, man. I really into <laughs> Somebody you. likes you. <laughs> yeah. Hello, the ladies love Nate. Room. Hello, Nate. How are you? I'm good. Hello, Hi, Hobo guys. Shack. It is agreeable to hear your voice once again. Thank you. You guys too. Good to talk to you. I guess it's, it's been, uh, a little, been a little while. It I has. Yeah, slumber party. Very sultry time. It's a tonight. really long time. Yeah, ago. it has been a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to do this more often. We do. We should do it in person sometime. Thomas doesn't like having you on, so we have to fight. Shut him. up. Perhaps we could son, all. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we could all wear. Uh, just because you don't have a drop to make me be a douche, you're just going to say it out loud now? God. <laughs> Perhaps we could all wear some, wear some velvet robes and. Slip into bed together and hey. well, we already have a fancy Valentine's Day plans. Sure. Maybe we can get Nate some of those, and <laughs> he can add in, and we can all slip into the covers and play Scrabble together. We're gonna tell our only, Valentine's only if it's a twin bed. <laughs> wow, so we can stack asses. That'll be even better. <laughs> stack asses, stacking asses is really the only way that uh, modern society expresses its love in Ireland. So you know, you just get in nut to butt. Yeah, right, absolutely. At least right. in a twin bed, you don't really have a lot of other choices. <laughs> I, I call it the butt fuck conga line. <laughs> that works. Is there any way we can go butt to butt to butt? Is that possible? Do some sort of weird butt pentagon? Uh, no, Mark. Unless you have hmm. two butts, I guess it'd be a butt square, not <laughs> one a butt on pentagon. each side. That's a good point. We could do a butt square. Butt to butt to we could butt. go corner butt to corner. You, you mean like butt to butt, like we all meet in the middle, like we kind like of fold it. The, the, yeah. the most awkward triangle <laughs> so, ever. Yeah, we make like a star shape. Yes, yes, we'll make a butt star. <laughs> we get it's a pop syndicate, uh, pop syndicate star. The pop syndicate awesome. butt star, yes. Yeah. I sense a new logo for the pop syndicate <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Maybe you Stefan in there, too. <laughs> yeah. Stefan will be in the middle. <laughs> Exactly. Like, that we'll take a picture from above, and he's just looking up with a, a <laughs> smile of joy on his face. <laughs> that works. And a small trickle of drool slowly going down his chin. Hey, That's uh, not drool. It's may, a drool. Yeah, maybe exactly. uh, Vagabond Saints there can design that new logo for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes but, uh, great new uh, logo, by the way. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much. You didn't design it, so. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not saying you. No, I know. I th- I'm just saying thank you for the compliment, is what I'm saying. 
In and fairness, yeah. Mark did draw Actually, it. I did. I did I come know, up with the initial you, concept. You didn't have the, yeah, you didn't have the final product. I, yes, he did, but I came up with the concept, so asshole. We actually were kind of warring over that for a little bit. We were. And then Mark drew a picture and went, what about this? And then we both went, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Thomas Rizzo wanted a Care Bear. Dustin Rizzo like, wanted... I just need four asses. Meet them <laughs> yes. That's what I want. With a microphone <laughs> sticking out of each. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's pretty pretty good uh, pictorial description right there. Yeah, it is. That, that'll be our new Thumbs of Fury logo. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. Breaking so, news. Yeah. Pull back the curtain yet. Yeah, yeah God. Been out. Sorry. Anyway. Let's, let's cut that part of the show out. <laughs> let's cut the last that'll five minutes out. <laughs> for five minutes. <laughs> so, we have Nate on for a specific reason, don't we? Do Wandering we? asshole. Oh. Yes. All right. Well, uh, there's something I've had uh, in mind to talk about for, uh, you know, probably a, a day. Do you and, remember TV uh, stands? That is essentially, who would you love, who would you kill a dolphin or a unicorn or a homeless man or a baby to have a drink with? Candace Someone in your life that you, you possibly always admired, you found extremely interesting. For Thomas, it's Candace Cameron. <laughs> Not so much the Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, we deny, could we, do we have to do the anti-beer no. drink as well? Zacharias Musselli. We could do that another time. Who would you... That's not a good one. Who's a, who's a, a, beating, a beating in, in, in existence for you? Who's your, Who would you be okay with someone taking out? Yeah, who's your kryptonite? Okay, but that's not the topic tonight. But that's anyway. not the topic. No, we're talking about who would you love to... Sexually assault? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what thing would you love to destroy? Sexually assault? Maim? Uh, what have you? To talk to Give this me person. Pleasure. Okay. <laughs> go, Mark. <laughs> and let's go okay. for Dustin. Why am I going first? I forgot we were doing I... this, so i got to think of somebody. <laughs> Glad you're paying attention you to the show. You go first. Awesome. Um, okay. You I'll, to, I'll go with one. You're just limiting it to one? No, no. Um, we, you can do as, as many as you think you need to talk about, as you, as you feel the desperate throbbing... In your brainal area to talk Weird. about. Okay. Now, is this, uh, just to, to get in my head the uh, the rules ahead of time, is this just like a one-on-one conversation? Yeah. Is this like a, it, it's like okay. you have a rare opportunity. You, you're passing this person in the street. You make eye contact. It's instant love. And you get to take this person out on a, a, a date Okay, I didn't sorts. realize this was like an attraction thing. I no, that's we not attraction. About... It's like, I mean, if you're talking attraction, the, the three of us have an attraction like we we locked eyes and we were instantly in love i'm talking about that that rare spark <laughs> well, we used to be one being so we couldn't help and, it. and this person says hey you hey guy hey famous podcaster would you like to come have a drink with me let's go to this dive bar let's get lubed Set up with some around, alcohol and let's make it on the phone let's have a conversation let's converse okay you're gonna answer it yeah, my first one Hi, would this is glenn moore shower would be glenn moore shower yes he already did so it's damn go fulfill hey why is that a dam? No, I, isn't that a scoreboard? He's, all of us he's already say, accomplished his life goals. Yeah, isn't that a scoreboard to those of I us that are going to say true. somebody that we haven't yet? That's true. You guys will never it's accomplish. Like, I've life already goals. met him. <laughs> no funeral. <laughs> Done with this slide. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I suppose my first one would be Anthony Bourdain, the chef from No Reservations, and uh, I forgot the name of the new show he's got Doesn't on matter. CNN. Um, but an- I I love Anthony Bourdain. Um, he is that adequately expresses my affection for Anthony <laughs> Bourdain. Um, I love the guy ever since I think I first saw him on Top Chef, and then I read his I, even before I saw No Reservations. I saw him on Top Chef, and then I uh, I love the way he had. He's so disdainful of 
and not afraid to be brash, even on that show where they're a little more polite. And then I started watching No Reservations and I read his book. And uh, he's he's a great writer. He's a great writer, and he his shows are fantastic. I mean, he has got such a you know. I hate, I Good don't know point. if this is an inadequate comparison, but the punk rock of of uh, the cooking world, maybe, and that he's yeah, not, you know, he's I not guess. afraid to rebel against the cooking establishment and do what he wants, and you know that that's the way. If he's the first one with the idea of tap uh, taping a uh, potato masher to his hand or some shit like that, that was him first. Yeah, exactly. Dustin could not be more unimpressed with your. I know that's fine. Choice just that's now. why they're personal choices. But uh, I think the guy is uh, infinitely interesting, and I would love to just have a, have a con- conversation and really get drunk with yeah, that guy. Should because that guy can also drink a ton. So yeah, he can love that guy. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good choice. Yeah. Thank you, I, thank you. I, I, I didn't think about him, but yeah, that's very good. Um, Nate, why don't you uh, offer up a choice? Put it on the tee, and let's uh, swing that golf club. Okay, um, I I would pick uh, Henry Rollins. Oh, that's an excellent wow. one, Henry Rollins. Excellent choice. He like uh, you know I'm a big um, I, I was a big Black Flag fan. Um, he you know he was the lead singer of Black Flag, and uh, I I really was introduced to him probably in end of middle school by a friend of mine who had gotten a CD from his brother of one of Rollins' spoken word albums. Right. And uh, pretty much since that moment, I've been in love with Henry Rollins. Uh, all of his spoken words awesome. He makes great music. He writes great books. He's uh, he's acts. He does like everything. Um, Are you a big fan of everything he's been in? Like, do you watch everything he's been in? No, I, I can't say that I've seen every single movie he's ever been he in. He was in but, like um, a full season of Sons of Anarchy. One uh, one season was great. He was good. In oh, he's he's in Sons of Anarchy. I didn't even know. I'm only on. I'm still in season one of Sons of Anarchy. I think it's season three that he's in. Oh God. Uh, okay. Anyway, well, yeah, he plays a white supremacist. He's really good at. Oh, it. Did you love it when he was driving around the uh, whatever it was, the van or whatever in the desert when the dude from Jackass was getting a tattoo? Was that one of your favorite performances of his? Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> yep, driving that dune buggy as fast as possible. Yeah. Exactly. Why do you have to but, shit all no, over everybody's choices? I'm asking. The, no, I'm asking and, if you liked it. <laughs> I guess with Rollins, it kind of goes with what Marcus just said about Anthony Bourdain. Like, Rollins doesn't give a fuck. He'll say whatever he wants to, you know? He's just very honest. And the thing that I really like about him the best, though, if if you guys – I don't know how familiar you guys are with him. Not very, um, actually. He, he always talks about um, – he, he's a very kind of uh, – I don't know, to kind of use a cliche, you know, that kind of sees the day. Um, he doesn't like to sit still. He wants to do something. You know, he's he's not a guy that sits around and watches television. He's always doing something. He still is doing like 250 uh, dates of spoken word a year. <laughs> That's right, pal. <laughs> and uh, I just think he's just so intelligent, so interesting, so intense. Um, you know, it, if I could even be like 3% like that, I would be very happy. And I, ju- I just think he'd be really interesting to talk to. Yeah, I haven't listened to a lot of his uh, spoken word stuff. I've heard a lot, uh, probably, you know, four or five interviews with the guy. And he's extremely intelligent. And uh, he really knows how to get his ideas across. And yeah, he's, yeah, check out some of his spoken word. He's probably got about 30 out that you can get. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Too- legally. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, he's he's great. He's funny. He's very smart, intelligent. He's just he's awesome. He would uh, if I had been on your all's man crush show, uh, he would have been on my list. I forgot we even did that show. I did too. <laughs> it's time to do that again. 
I think this is kind of a man crush show, I guess. I guess I didn't have to be man-on-man action, so. could Dustin forget Lou Dobbs? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. Dustin is the number one buyer of his Lou Dobbs honey mails. You already exposed who I was going to say about having a beer with, so. Might as well skip my turn. Go to number two on your list. (laughs) So, yeah, Henry Rollins. That's amazing. Thomas? Um... It's really it's a really hard question because I could name all, rattle off ten without even really thinking very hard about it. But that in my family, uh, there's a very common saying of that person has the Matt Damon quality, like, okay. just, which is essentially a guy you want to go have a beer with. So I'd probably say that Matt Damon has to be number one on that list for me, for sure. Really, I thought it might be like George Lucas or. Yeah, I Mark mean, Hamill I'll, or I'll be honest. Carrie Fisher. As much as I love the world that George Lucas created, even though I argue with a lot of the things he has done with it, uh, when I hear the guy talk in person, I just or not in person. <laughs> when I've heard him is talk this a comment? in public and in interviews and stuff, I've always felt like he's not. He doesn't seem like the greatest person to have a one-on-one conversation with. Oh, I bet George Lucas in real life would be really fucking annoying. That's what I'm thinking. I think he's one of those guys that. And I, some people would think of Matt Damon this way, but I'm, I think he's one of those guys who thinks he's just more brilliant than everybody in the room. And I don't know, maybe. I did, but no, I, I wouldn't. George Lucas probably wouldn't make the top of my list. But anyway, all right, Dustin. All right, what are you? Are you? Are you playing Jenga back there? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's flipping bottle caps yeah, or some shit. Nate, what are you, are you playing Jenga or what are you doing back oh, there? Oh no, I'm a. <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> I currently don't really have a, a recording studio now. That my my studio is now a nursery. Um, so I'm I have a temporary setup on my uh, dining room table and my retarded dog is sitting here throwing a bone around. Uh, <laughs> is that is that uh, a nice uh, sanitary expression for masturbating? Yes. She's <laughs> throwing his red rocket around. I, throwing a I've bone. Trained, I've trained my dog to blow me. <laughs> well, <laughs> Mark, on that note, I'd like to have a beer with Nate's dog. <laughs> Well, Dustin, uh, aside from Nate's dog, <laughs> who would you like to have a drink with? You know, I was thinking about that for two minutes while I was trying to think of something right now. <laughs> and uh, so I was thinking a through a lot, of, a lot of people that I like, like especially on the musical front. I would think at first that would have been the people I would have gone for. But I don't think I would want to meet any of them in person because I think they would all be Dish fucking bags. weird and out yeah, there. Pretentious. And, yeah, talking about shit that they think is on 12 levels above me anyway yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Oddly enough, this seems kind of obvious because it's something we're going to talk about later. But I think I think Matthew McConaughey would be a very interesting guy to he sit was down so with. Funny. He's on my list. Like He's on my list. Three years ago, he would not have even been on your radar, and yet you oh, know, I mean, I, he was okay. Lately, but I, I kind of disagree with that because despite uh, Fool's Gold and uh, what's the one he did with uh, Horseface Parker, uh, failure to launch, failure to launch. How Throw- Lose a Guy in 10 Days was not a bad romantic not comedy. Not bad. I've, I've those loved... Are not, yeah, but those are not the only movies he ever did. He no. did plenty of other movies. Sure he did, but I'm just saying, the guy has been on my radar and been on my list. I, I've had such a, okay, well, a man so anyway, crush on, on my... I wasn't talking to you, On though. my list, I was list, talking though, to Dustin. I, I say... <laughs> I'm just adding to why. He's awesome. <laughs> I know. Just give me a time. That was All amazing. Right, continue. <laughs> why are you being a D-head? <laughs> Nobody cares what you think. We're talking to Dustin. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind some support if people agree with me. I'm agreeing with you. I just think it would be an interesting... Like, I can't tell if he would be pretty straightforward and talk about, you know... He could talk about his career, talk about how his life's changed and all this stuff. Or if it would be like another naked marijuana bongo instance. What's I, I just, wrong with either? I know. I'm saying I would go either way because it would be kind of awesome. And the, the whole ride to, sure. to go through it would be yeah. entertaining. So, 
He seems pretty, I mean, in everything I've ever seen him in, seems pretty down to earth. Yeah, he does mostly. in general. Does he still live in a trailer? I don't know. Uh, who knows? Probably. Does he still live in Austin? Or did he... I'm sure he has a home in Austin. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's a big UT fan, so I'm okay, sure he does. Well, then, yeah. Anyway, every movie he does seems to be based in Dallas lately anyway, which yeah, is kind of odd. True. Um, anyway, yeah, that'd be my pick. Well, you bastard, you stole my pick. Yeah. Um, if I, I guess if I could pick uh, an alternate, uh, I, well, to go back to McConaughey, I love the guy. Every, I love him in whatever role he's doing. That's why he's on my list, and I think he's an infinitely interesting guy. But I would also put on that list Woody Harrelson. And because I think Woody Harrelson is an extremely interesting person. He often plays characters that seem to be opposite, maybe not completely opposite his personality, Should. but at least from what we know of him in public, because he's not extremely an extremely public person, except when it comes to marijuana legalization. Right. He's very and, public and, about and that. And raw food. And raw food. But I think he would be an extremely interesting person to break down philosophy with and... Especially about politics, uh, you know. I'm sure the guy seems like he would be a wealth of knowledge about government policy and uh, and health issues too. And of course, you know all the benefits of, of weed and all that other stuff. But it seems like the guy that went from Cheers to what we're going to be talking about later, True Detective, quite the rainbow of a career. Just, yeah. like, just like McConaughey, and I think yeah, he would both be of very them, really. interesting to talk yeah, to. I've lo- I loved him in, in Zombieland. He's awesome. He always sure. finds these. You I, both loved that movie that I didn't. No Country for Old Men. No Country sure for Old Men. Loved him in that. Yeah, he had a small role now, but he was good. Um, he just he manages. Speaking of small roles, he just manages to always make a mark. And I'm not talking about me. Yeah, you are. He makes a mark on the world, and uh, he's awesome. I I I love the guy, and I'll watch anything <laughs> he does. So, all right. Uh, I guess let's go to Nate for his number two. How many of yeah, these are we going to have? Or a second choice. We could do, uh, you know, if you don't have a third or whatever. I, I just figured. I don't have a third, I can promise you. I'm barely going to come do up you have with a second. second. I'll, I'll see you by the time it gets around to me. Now, uh, Marcus, you also said this could be someone dead, right? Sure. It can be dead. Yeah, we can uh, zombify their corpse. and. Yeah. Uh, Kim Jong-il. Interesting choice. Wow. Because um, I, I, I was thinking about this, and um, I was, I'm very fascinated with North Korea. <clears throat> I think the whole... I don't know. I just I find it very interesting what's going on there, and I figured Should be you know he's he's dead, <laughs> and uh, if they could bring him back to life, he really has no point to lie anymore. You know because he's already fucking dead. He's just a zombie guy at that point. <laughs> yeah, just a zombie. Yeah. And, Can he uh, be brought I, back and only speak as the character from the uh, the marionette? Yeah, the marionette from that movie. <laughs> what the heck is the name of the Team America? Team America. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just think it would be if if you could talk to him and get like truthful responses to your questions just be like dude what the fuck you know do you like that uh your son threw your brother to the wolves was that, was that <laughs> yeah. enjoyable i don't think yeah, anybody that- could argue with you that that would be a very interesting conversation if the man actually gave real answers yeah that yeah. would be and, uh, fascinating why don't we go in yeah. and uh, dig up zombie hitler too we can talk to him about <laughs> world war ii and tell him what he did wrong like how he could have won and zombie stalin about tell how he him, killed more he killed more people in his own country than the rest of World War II. Yeah, well, you know, tell Hitler to tell Japan to not bomb America, and then maybe he has a shot there, you know, that kind of thing. We can have that kind of discussion with him. Why would Sorry. you be advising him to win the war? <laughs> he can't do it anyway. We could rub it in uh, his face. Dustin's a closet Nazi. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. Now we know. 
edit that part out. <laughs> it's springtime for Hitler with Dustin. <laughs> awesome. But, uh, yeah, I just think Kim Jong-il would be very interesting to talk to. I love the Especially. fact that his son seems to be even more over the top than he was. Well, you got to figure his son, like, at least Kim Jong-il had, he was, uh, he went to, like, uh, college in G- Germany, I think, uh, back in, like, the 60s. So at least he's been out of the country right? and has had a little bit of exposure to the rest of the world. I don't think Kim Jong-un has ever left North Korea. Yeah, I don't think so, so either. Probably not. He's just so even more insulated than his father was. It's And psychotic. I'm like a fucking. Yeah. I I don't know that he's actually. I I, uh, I don't I don't know. It's it's just so strange. Yeah, he's. They're an interesting case study of a family. They really are. <laughs> yeah. All right, Thomas. You'd have, you know, you'd have Nate. You'd have zombie Kim Jong Il, and he'd have his dog masturbating. <laughs> yeah. It'd be quite a scene. Throwing a bone, as it were. Exactly. So Let's go, uh, Thomas. Uh, give us your number two. <laughs> and then I'll give you the next person. And then give me the next person, yes. Uh, I'm just going to go with the hottest person in the world because that's easy. Natalie Portman? Is that your number two? No. Uh, Kate Mara. Kate Mara. Oh. From... Not Candace Cameron. <laughs> God. Pretty hot, though. I'm not going to argue that she's not attractive. Okay. But she's not... Was, was that the maid from the first season of American Horror Story? Yes, actually, I think it was. Okay. I haven't seen that, but... She's also in the House of She's Cards. Like, show. No, no, she, no, Nate. She wasn't the maid. She was the oh, slighted know. girlfriend of uh, Dylan McDermott or whatever his name Man. is. Dustin oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. I yeah. need to watch that. I haven't seen it yet. She's also in House of Cards. You also get Zombie Kate Mara in that show. So, oh, really? Yeah. Let's see if she, you still find her hot. P O W. Probably will. It's not gonna. Not gonna matter. He'll probably one still bit. throw a bone to that. Oh, he would. Not gonna matter yeah. one bit. Doesn't matter how decayed. I don't know who the maid was on that American Horror Story, but man, nah, she was. She's been on even this she, season. She your number oh, three. She's a, she's she got her again, head yeah. damn blown hell away in this season. So nice. Not quite as hot. Sex. For Lawrence, God. Yeah, not not in American Horror Story. <laughs> why don't you like Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah, why don't yeah, you? Why do you hate Jennifer Lawrence, Thomas? Hate is not the word I've ever ever used. She's just so everywhere, like, and I just don't. I don't get that. I don't. I don't get that. This is an amazing chick who needs to be everywhere. Is this a comment? You have too much diarrhea. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> I don't have a number two. You can skip me. Go ahead. Come on, just come up with somebody. I don't really fly. care about anybody else. Uh, Radiohead. No, I don't want to meet. That's one of the people I wouldn't want the, to meet. The too pretentious for you. I think he'd be a total douchebag to meet in real life. What about uh, uh, Stephen Rain, Rain Stephen Stephen from Magnetic Fields. No, it's the same thing. Hello, I think that's his name. Stephen Merritt would be the same thing. He'd be too, too out there and like you'd be talking to him and he'd like stare out the window at a butterfly and try to get inspired <laughs> by a song or something. How about like, Bill, Bill or Sebastian? Uh, all the same. I think they're all mm, like okay. that. What about uh, the lead singer of the Cranberries? No. <laughs> no, not them either. You're afraid they're them? The it's Cranberries are going to be too well, pretentious for you? I just don't have any desire, really. I just don't care. He goes out to out to drink a beer with the lead singer of the Cranberries, and she talks in only lyrics from her own songs. <laughs> zombie, zombie, Kate Mara, Kate Mara. Why would what, that what? come up? <laughs> zombie Kate Mara. What the fuck? That's not a what lyric about, from a song of hers. What about the uh, that singer? What's his name? Rainy McStormy or whatever. <laughs> uh, out of the musicians that I like, he'd probably be one of the more normal ones, but. I still think he'd be a little odd. What about Scott Stapp? Probably would make my list somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, Scott I mean, he'd be Stapp. interesting. 
Fred I do. Th- I do think that Scott Stapp would be an interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, with that. I think it, and I would do my best to make it go as interesting as fucking pot. Like push. You know, should, should be interesting. Shit. Here's one. Mike Liam Black. I think he'd be an interesting guy. Good to talk choice. To. Good one. Good choice. It's a good one. Uh, just from what he's done, you know, I just find it interesting how he's made a career. Yeah. By being kind of like a second tier guy everywhere. But yeah. He's big enough that he can actually get like a game show on TBS and yeah. get random movie roles. But the state, uh, the, being on the state in the, in the early 90s on MTV really helped all those guys. Sure. I mean, despite the fact that the show ultimately was a failure after season two. Yeah. They tried to move to CBS. They got, I think they got one episode. Him. He's managed to like really turn that dickhead career into like a thing. <laughs> like, yeah, out of actors, it would probably be him, and I, I think Brian Cranston would be an interesting guy to talk to, also. Probably, but um, should be interesting. Yeah, but I think Mike Lynn Black might be even more interesting. I think yeah. so because he manages to skewer all of that in which he is a part of exactly and successfully. Well, it, so he just seems like he would be a cool guy, like. Just like on a personal level. Yeah. yeah. He's been you know successful. I mean? He had a successful podcast that he just went ahead and decided to never do again and went on to another one. So I envy him from that. And then uh, he got a TV career after that. So I, I basically want to emulate his life. And I think he's got a new show coming out, too. <laughs> yeah, he On does. top of the game show. Yep. And he likes to tweet about being rich and flying first class all the time. I love how he always flies in the face of... <laughs> like, he's always starting off tweets with Amber Alert or... Yeah, I yes. know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's pretty his, funny. His style of humor is, uh, I don't know, it's pretty brash, awesome. but it's You should it's, go it's back awesome. and listen if you haven't, uh, listeners out there. You should go back and listen I think to you mean the, viewers. the Mates podcast yeah. that is Double Dead, but is it? it's, it's good. Have we ever gotten confirmation that's No, dead? but they haven't done one since August of last year. I don't think they're going to. Well, and they didn't do one for like four months in between there. Hopefully it's not. Uh, we did a, like an hour and a half of stand-up a couple, of, well, like eight years ago that's really freaking funny, too. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll come back together and do a Thanksgiving special (laughs) and a Christmas special just every now and again. That'd be awesome, especially if they tried out sodas in the midst of that. For those that don't know, it's him and Tom Cavanaugh. So, which Tom Cavanaugh is way funnier than I expected. Yeah, he's really good on that show. As a side note, Um, I guess my last choice is probably pretty predictable, but it's the lead singer of Flogging Molly. Oh God, of course, yeah. Because I don't think he'd be pretentious, and I think the guy would be. Given his childhood and, and the chaos in which he grew up, I think that would be really, um, for me, an interesting discussion. Okay. So, I'm sorry, Thomas, you're powered down about it. <laughs> it's not me. I think it is you. It's D- Dustin, and he's ma- he's making me sound... Never mind, I can't talk anymore. I don't give a fucking ass. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, uh, that was probably pretty pretty predictable. Oh, my, yeah. my, my 3B choice would be Ron yeah, Moore, yeah, the guy yeah. who created um, Star Trek DS9 and Battlestar Galactica. Um, he's uh, would it be Gene Roddenberry. Did it would he, no, he I didn't create it. Did he? What he recreated DS9? it? Right. Uh, yeah, Battlestar. Yeah. Well, I guess he recreated it. Yes, uh, yeah, but yeah. he created DS Nine and was the primary writer on both series. And I think he would be a really uh, like knowledgeable about sci-fi, uh, yeah. but also someone to really pick the brain about about because he's very very thoughtful. Have you ever heard him talk so. before? On his only on his podcast, he used to do a podcast for Battlestar that he would that would come out the day after every episode aired. Just wondering if he's super introverted, better at at writing and directing. I don't know. He was really good on the podcast, like, um, but you don't see him at a lot of conventions and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but even if you are good on a podcast or a radio show, we've had this conversation before. As one of the local guys is very good at that, but super super socially awkward and doesn't really yeah true doesn't really talk to people. It's kind of like me when I'm not behind the mic. 
Yeah, that's true. I pretty much go completely inverted. I mean, we go to interview Marina Baccarin, and he's like running the other direction because yeah, he doesn't want to even look at her. Yeah, he wetted, he wetted he his pants. pants and ran the other direction. I did. And I'm wetting my pants as I'm sitting there staring at right. her. So, I mean, we're <laughs> and, both wetting. And it's not, it wasn't urine. It was just yeah. a puddle of semen. A ton of semen. Uh, honestly, can, though, guys, you, when you guys were that close to her. Did it Did it move a little bit? <laughs> Dude, I can't even. It moved a lot for Thomas. Tell you. It was ridiculous. He had a tape down just in case. I can say that I did. The, and it broke the, the tape. The trial run of sounding like a crazy on Trisha What's Her Face definitely helped for sure. <laughs> did we, ever, did we tell that story in the air? The yes, Trisha? we did. Did we? Yeah, okay. we did. Yeah. I can't remember. Helfer, Helfer, Trisha Helfer. Yeah. Helfer. It arose with semen. Fucker. So, uh, Nate, anyway. do, do you have another uh, pick there? In the... I do. I have I have one more, and then I have an honorable mention. Okay. Uh, my third selection, and I know this is not something that you guys are into. But uh, Harry Potter's my, third, my third choice would be Ric Flair. <laughs> no, the wrestler? The wrestler, yes. Awesome. You'd, Why, have, re- you'd have a crazy round table if you got all these people together. <laughs> no kidding. It, it, would be, it would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, like, I like wrestling. I loved it. Wrestling? And uh, <laughs> Ric Flair's fucking great. And uh, he's just, he's crazy. And uh, I just think he would be fun to talk to. Why not Jake the Snake Roberts or the Big Boss Man? <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Uh, I did. I didn't like them as much. I Not like, even I Hulk like, Hogan. You Andre like... the Giant. Well, he's dead. No. Well, I guess we can resurrect well, him. Again. It doesn't matter That's in this true. case. Uh, Rick Rick Flair is my favorite wrestler of all time. Why? Why Rick Flair? Uh, he he was just the best. He had let him have fucking... his a choice, man. It's I'm fine. asking yeah. why. That's all. Why you got to? Why you got to go down on him? I'm trying to converse here, Dustin. <laughs> I like. Look, I have to go uh, down on got, people. You guys I will make me sound really converse. nerdy when I break down why a wrestler is good. No, I look. You should uh, <laughs> you should have a conversation with our friend Micah, who uh, likes to knock the hell out of sports and then uh, you know Watch proclaim wrestling. his love for wrestling. So that'd be an interesting debate. Granted, they are two very separate things. So true, it makes sense. True. All right. Well, Thomas, so, and, do you, oh, sorry. Oh, do you do you want my honorable mention? Yeah, go, go for right it. Ahead. Yeah, go for it. Uh, my other honorable mention was uh, Stephen King. Good one. I, uh, I Stephen th- King is a, a good one. Yeah, I, I think he's. I think he's a little bit of a weirdo. Yeah, and um, definitely. You know, he just joined th- Twitter. Did he? Did he really? He did. Oh, nice. He's been um, interestingly tweeting about a lot of political things. But anyway, I'd rather have weird Stephen King thoughts on there. Honestly, yeah. staunch conservative, no, like powdered semen. No, I'm, like being I said, serious. I'm, I'm sure he's kidding. a little. He seems a little odd, like a little weird. He kind of looks like a monkey a little bit, especially <laughs> when he has his beard. Um, I think it has to be a little weird like to produce a monkey that novels. was experimented on. Actually, more <laughs> what he looks like. And his eyes are very close together. But um, I don't know. I would have to say probably overall, I, I think he's probably my favorite author. Um, he's really even good. though for the even though for the most part he cannot fucking write an ending to a book. I say I've yet to finish good. one of his books. I get bored in the middle and stop reading it. Patty. Read read, uh, read Carrie. That's his very first right, book. I, I still think it's his best one. It's fantastic. Is that what the movies are based on? That was pretty interesting. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know. Yep. All right, Thomas, go for your number three. I don't even know. All Uh, right. Moving on, Dustin, for number three. There we go. I don't have any more. I already mentioned three. And that's the end. My uh, my honorable mention is Uh, William. You already did an honorable mention. No, no, I didn't. You did your last turn. I've got another one. Now, there'll be uh, (laughs) William Shatner. So, I think William Shatner, given the uh, feuds that he had with the cast of Star Trek and how uh, boisterous he is as an 80-year-old, I think he would be 
is sit there really and talk 80? about his life. I think he's somewhere close to 80. He is. He's got to be yeah. up there. I mean, he's very close to 80. Yeah. He's, he was like 60 when they were doing movies in yeah. the 90s. It'd be, I think, it'd be cool to get him drunk and like, take pictures with his wig on. That, that would be a lot of fun. Actually. That would be awesome. That'd be fantastic. In fact, I'm not sure there's anybody that has a wig that that statement wouldn't qualify for. <laughs> That's true. I would love to get that entire cast drunk, the original series Unless, cast drunk, and have them like. Go at each other, not sexually, wow, like in a uh, in an yeah. argumentative way, and then I mean, later sexually. Lemon gotta, party going on there. <laughs> hey, fucking. Let me qualify my earlier statement with: as long as it wasn't a merkin. <laughs> it's a pubic wig. All right, running around, be like, look at my beard, guys. I like so how that's, that's all I ever do. <laughs> so that's another round of. Oh, that's the what first round. Of. Would you like to sexually assault? <laughs> that's not what it was at all. Actually, that's what it was called. All right. Well, Nate, thank you for joining us for another successful segment. At least I like to think so. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yes, we'll, we'll definitely all do right. this again a lot sooner than the last time. Be sure your dog's masturbating next time too. <laughs> I think she's asleep now. Oh, unfortunately, she's she's spent. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have to I have to ask you a question real quick before we go. So sure. I just listened to an old episode because we're going to read for episode two hundred. Somewhere around one forty three or one forty five, you had some sort of uh, debilitating accident or something where you had back problems. Yeah, Maybe. I jacked my back up. Yeah, are you still having back issues? No, no, I've been uh, I've been better. I had I had uh, I had uh, like tore a muscle in my back, <clears throat> and um, I don't know if you've ever had any back injuries. Um, like lots of people strain their back. Uh, <laughs> pow. <laughs> I uh, God, it's like so disconcerting when you're hearing, hearing them talks. It's very, it's very difficult. It's very funny to listen to, but it, it's very hard. Yes. Um, oh yeah. But I, I, had, I had tore a muscle in my back, and then when they did X-rays, I had uh, compressed vertebrae in my thoracic spine. But um, it's it's nothing that um, they really can do anything about. I'll probably have problems when I'm old, but for now I'm okay. Fuck it. That's later though. You're good now. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. You know. By then. Uh, you know, pot will be legal, so I'm just gonna right. grow a rat tail and fucking get high all the time. It's required in the future. You might just be driving around on some kind of hovermobile anyway. It won't, it won't even sure. matter. You don't even need legs yeah. at that point. Well, I, I already told my wife. I was like, when I turn 80, I was like, I'm growing a rat tail. You can't do anything about it. I said, Every, everywhere we go, I'm driving 90 miles an hour, and uh, I'm shoplifting everywhere. Sure, I'll be having sex with you at that point anyway. So what? What are you missing out on? That's true. That's true. Nothing. I, I have. I got. I'll have a dog. Ah, true. Right. <laughs> a long line of masturbating dogs. There's only one trick they learn. <laughs> all in your mouth. All up in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> all up in them guts. <laughs> all right, Nate. Well, thank you for joining us. We do and, appreciate. Uh, thank you for everything that you do. We love yeah, you. Abso- absolutely. Not no, everything, but everything thanks. you do related to the show and the, and the website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh right. yeah everybody uh check the hobo shack out this weekend we're doing our 2013 year in review sounds good <laughs> and check them out on pop syndicate.net <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh. <laughs> sounds good sounds good so nice and generic <laughs> good podcasting that's right and maybe we'll uh have you on again for our uh kryptonite people yeah that'd be awesome yeah maybe in here oh, a yeah, couple that, months yeah, we'll do kryptonite fun. maybe you can have us on your show yeah, yeah, that's true. So, well, hey, or just I, one of us. I asked Marcus uh, recent, well, months ago about doing a uh, an episode of the Break Shack. 
That yeah, which we, we talked about it, and we just haven't uh, yeah. latched onto that. But so, yeah, we need to do maybe, that again. That'll be yeah, a hell of a logo that, for that particular episode. <laughs> Break Shack. <laughs> well, it'll be our, it'll be our shared uh, butt logo. <laughs> I don't know. The, the hobo room sounds... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Something sounds wrong about that. Sounds like there needs to be some kind of medical staff in there <laughs> right. getting rid of dirty needles or something. It's just like, a, it's just like an empty boxcar with just like... <laughs> Homeless men having sex with each other, exactly. with bandanas on poles filled Just with injecting cheese. each other. Over yeah, their, their bindles are leaned against the side as they sweatily grunt over one another. Is that what it's called a bindle when you you like put a, a bandana bindle. on a on a stick and you carry yeah, it? Is a that, bindle? That's yeah. called a bindle. I had no wow. idea. Look, the, I learned something today. Big pile of feces in the corner. Nate, it's, it's not good. They're just shitting on each other's shit, just making like, a giant why, pile. Why are you guys shitting in the corner? That's our lube. We're homeless. That's what we, we do in the hobo room. What do you want? That's how we grow it's our the weed. hobo room. What are, you th- what are you talking about? Exactly. Hey, at least they're clean enough to all shit in one corner on top yeah. of each other. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, so <laughs> on other shitting notes, <laughs> coming up, thank- we're going to... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say thank you guys for well, having thank me you. I appreciate it. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, not only Justified, the season two of episode, or sorry, episode two, <laughs> season five, but we're also going to be talking about episode one of season one of True Detective with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. You're listening to The Break Room. You can put it in your ass cheeks, maybe. Sunday, the Hobo Shack rips the internet a new asshole. If you haven't been listening, here's a little taste of what you've been missing. All the animal killing is really hard to watch. It's your masturbation chamber. Got my ass destroyed. I let four guys finger fuck me once. Super fucking awesome. Japanese women inserting themselves into his anus. I enjoyed saddle decapitation. Hey, you sound cute. Uh, what is Spanish for pussy? Fleshy, meaty coat hook. His dick was bigger than mine at the urinal, but I could piss farther than him. I see ghosts. It's nothing like coming out of a soft dick. As soon as you get in the car, I start getting the poop sweats. I'll let him kick me if he wears my dirty diaper as a burka. I always want the diarrhea poos. Amazeballs. Cops like that would, would get like the $20 crack hookers and make them suck dick. Do you have any exercises that will help me tighten my butthole? <laughs> Pig fucker, it's a cock. It's a cave cock. Because eventually you'll fall in love with us and then want to at least pay for one call. Yeah, I doubt it. I'm very goal-oriented when it comes to deviant sexual practices. <laughs> no grease in your hair is loud. I'm telling you, it's the first time that I've came in my pants since I was a teenager. <laughs> yeah, right. Is there a scent sign in that? I would love to kill 93 people. We drove over a uh, an old Russian lady. You always look into the milky eye. She takes off her top, and I was like, what the fuck? I keep playing my cards right. She'll touch my penis. Blowing dudes and booty feeders and stuff. That actually ended rather abruptly. That one was pretty good. Ah! <laughs> 
go to theHoboShack.com or PopSyndicate.net for more information. Download our app for Android, Apple, and Windows devices. And subscribe now on iTunes. You're on a mission to get Nickelodeon Magazine. It's packed with celebrity interviews and comics and puzzles and great stuff to collect. But only a real live grown-up can call to order it for you. Of course, you can think of a nice polite way to ask. Nickelodeon Magazine, please. Nickelodeon Magazine, please. You never know who will pop in, what will pop out, and it's so good, you'll eat it all up. And you can get Nickelodeon Magazine delivered to your door. Six issues for $9.97. Credit cards are accepted. And grown-ups know it's filled with fun and interesting facts for growing minds. Unbelievable! So don't just stand there. Nickelodeon! There are lots of ways to show you really want Nickelodeon Magazine. How? Oh, you'll think of something. Nickelodeon Magazine, please. Everybody. Hey, everybody. Sorry about a couple misfires there. Hey. Got a little bonus Walking Dead intro. Hey, everybody. Hey. Who's this guy? Uh, hey, hey. Lazy voice guy. Hey, everybody. Soft talking weirdo. Yeah. Soft talking Mark. How's it going, guys? <laughs> NPR Mark. How, how are you doing? But with a vagina. Let's talk about Justified. So anyway. NPR Mark with a vagina. <laughs> That's a pretty good character. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Marco the Vagina. How's it going? NPR Mark with the Vagina. <laughs> Do you want to throw a bone on me? That's uh, a really no. Don't. But anyway, how's it going? So this is season five already. Is it? It's season already. Five. That's season crazy. Five. Okay, can we get done with this bit? I really don't. Episode two. Can we unbit here, please? Season five. Really feel weird. I know. I'm really uncomfortable. <laughs> Do you guys want some candy? I have, from your vagina? I have a windowless fan you can come camp out in. <laughs> and I'll lock it and I'll never be able to get out. I'll pull out. <laughs> All right, he's gone. Failed. He's, no, no, he's no, gone. No funeral. No funeral? What the fuck? Who knows? Anyway. Hey, guys. I'm back. Oh, my God. Who's this guy? <laughs> Let's talk about Justified, episode two of season five. Take it away, Dustin. This is the second episode of season five. Go ahead. <laughs> Thomas, take it away. It involves the same cast of characters in the previous episodes. Take it away. It doesn't involve Sammy. Take it away, Dustin. <laughs> That's a good point. It doesn't. Arlo is dead also. He is. Well, but he wasn't still, in the first episode. Still. But the good news is, in this episode, we get the creator of the Dordadale... Dordadale? <laughs> Dordadale. Dordadale. The, the creator of the door-to-door sales uh women line of women's cosmetics wow avon barksdale it was really really hard to say yeah, it really was and <laughs> I don't really a know long why. way to get to a crappy joke it was a really a shitty joke <laughs> a horrible I punchline had, you know what avon I, barksdale was in it stop the show let's start the show over again no the we'll, entire we'll leave show. all the shit in there let's start the entire show call over nate again. again call nate let's go back to our 8 45 <laughs> and do another interview exactly it is 8 40 p.m so this is time for bits right it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anyway. 
So, what really happened in this episode, Thomas? Take it away. It's fresh on your mind. You watched it moments ago. Let us know what you felt about it, or at least let us know what happened, because I forgot already. You forgot? I kind of remember some stuff Um, happened. I'm trying to remember exactly. I remember Loretta was in there. So Loretta shows up again from from, uh, season two. She was the orphan that uh, was a weed dealer. And she shows up again, having she gotten wasn't in trouble in season again. Two. It wasn't season two. It, it was season three. But she wasn't. She a showed up in season two, but it wasn't till later, like season three or maybe season four, where he you know you, kid. you start to see that she has some problems dealing right. drugs. Well, and she stuff. was dealing drugs back then too. For her, da- she, for her daddy, I can't remember if she was. Anyway, yeah, it she was. Matter. For I'm her daddy, she wasn't just to be in conflict. <laughs> right. So basically, in the beginning of this, as I recall, we have the whole situation with uh, Boyd. And there's something going on with the woman that... The uh, Latvian lady? Yes, the Latvian lady. We find out that the guy that we thought Boyd may or may not have killed, it was questionable, but it looked like probably wasn't dead. Right. Confirmed that he wasn't dead. He's in the hospital. Um, She goes to the authorities, and they describe, basically describe Boyd Crowder to her. Says that sounds like well, the guy. I think they kept her because she called an ambulance, and so the guy that yeah, they the were in the hospital. Sh- they were in the hospital. Is what yeah, we're talking okay. about. All but right. I'm saying she talks to the authorities right. about who did it. New and sheriff. New sheriff guy talks mm-hmm. about and basically describes Boyd. Right. And then uh, so when she shows up, uh, the new sheriff guy really wants to arrest Boyd, and and uh, she basically backs he, off of that. And says he also wants to him. apparently rape the shit out of her because. He's new. He's only well, a new sheriff. Later on, he's, that happens. He's yeah. new creepy sheriff. So, well, he's just pissed. <laughs> well, yeah, but anything. he also grabs a honks a boob there, and he uh, does honk a boob. But yeah, I think uh, he's a rapey sheriff. That's a little bit down the road. From I kind of thought that's where we we're heading in that. I know. I didn't. I thought he might actually. do that, but I I still think that's more. Uh, might I, think have, I mean, angry. We might. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, it's totally. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So not only that, uh, that storyline going on, and then on the Raylan side, we have the issue with Loretta calling him because she's in jail. And yeah. trying to get him to bail her out, he says, "Fuck you, you mm-hmm. little bitch. You're staying in jail." And then he's he, really, meets, he was really over the top, cursing at her. And then uh, he took off and doesn't give a damn fuck. Yeah, and we find out that she's hooked up with this, you know, her boyfriend. Who is that? Hot Rod Dunham? Is that his name? Uh, sure, I think that's his name. Hot Dog Dunham. And uh, <laughs> anyway, they basically we find out that Avon Barksdale and the guy from the practice or mm-hmm. uh, that's where he's from. The practice. I yeah. totally. I was like, I've seen him somewhere. I couldn't figure it out. They're trying to get some money back from uh, some other drug dealer up in Tennessee right. that uh, I guess they didn't end up paying. And Loretta's basically... HR? It appears that Loretta's trying to scam them, and the yeah. boyfriend supposedly knows where the money is, and right. they're going after so him. So they, they buried the money somewhere, but Loretta turned on the boyfriend. Moved to, it, basically. Moved the money somewhere else. At and the so, expense of the boyfriend possibly getting killed right. by Avon and Practice a- Guy. Avon, Avon and pro- Practice Guy, who are trying to get the money back for HR. Yes. The thin-bearded guy who's been in previous HR seasons. McDonough. Yeah. HR McDonough. And uh, who's got the wispiest, thinnest beard for <laughs> a guy does. to ever have a beard. That and doesn't to be as long as it is. Yeah, it's exactly. Really it's, it's crazy. It's like he's trying to be Duck Dynasty, but total failure. And then the other, I guess the other minor storyline is the whole thing that's continued from the first episode about the crows and do the uh, crow. You know, the one guy coming Man, in. Man, that does to, not. They do not spend almost any time on that. Short of yeah, the Florida crow showing up in Dewey's new place yeah. and basically right. saying, "I'm sure that to be here." Yeah, I'm I sure know, that's come to come. I was but, just kind of surprised yeah. at the end of the episode. I was like, "Man, I thought they were going somewhere with that," which they are eventually. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I but, but they so. they do make the. Uh, they they do tip their hat to the fact that Dewey Crow thinks he owns the whorehouse, but the bartender is actually still paying off skimming money, skimming to, money to pay to Boyd Crowder to pay Boyd Crowder. Yeah, to, you know, just stay in his hey, good right. graces essentially. Yeah. There's also the 
kind of minor storyline that turns into the very end at some point of they don't have any drugs. So they, their pipeline that kind of came That's out true. in the last episode, their pipeline's kind of dried up. They're working on getting a new one. The new one's supposed to be in soon, and there's kind of a town meeting with all the drug dealers and stuff of the area, which is really weird. We've Often. never really had anything like that before. I mean, I've with, attended a few of those, but... I'm yeah. just saying, in the, sh- in the context right. of the show... in real not- life, but not in the context okay. of the show. But that was for Lunchables, not... Yeah, yeah. true. I've, yeah, that's Lunchables. what we call it. It's called when Lunchables. When are we going to get our fix? We only have turkey and cheese. <laughs> I like ham and cheese. So, uh, whatever Leather Guy's face is, name, he was there. And, <laughs> leather uh, Guy's face. <laughs> leather Guy's face's name. Boyd shows up and basically says, we're going to get it here, and one guy's like, when are we going to get it? And he says, tomorrow. Sometimes your cell phone service goes out. Tomorrow. Yeah, he gives a really weird speech. The day after tomorrow. Goofy. You don't want to know about it, how it goes up to the satellite and it's getting you know, blocked. You don't know you can make your fucking and then, phone call. And the satellite's broken. And satellite like, boys. Why don't the satellite <laughs> oh boys connect my, connect my phone? Satellite, satellite boys. <laughs> Leatherface can't, can't talk to you guys like I can because I'm a nice down-home hillbilly like you guys are. <laughs> I'm I can relate it to your satellite boys' cell phones. And I'm a horse-tooth jackass. Yeah. Once they should call him Leatherface in the show. <laughs> I do love the fact that the, uh, the sheriff referred to him as having blindingly white teeth yes <laughs> this it's pretty funny yeah well he does he has donkey teeth yeah he does well, horse tooth jackass is the head used to say on our show donkey show anyway yeah. so i actually think this was a better episode than the first episode so <laughs> all the stuff with all the stuff with the drug dealer that all kind of resolves itself it's not really important how it does so it, it'll probably have repercussions so far yeah um and then at the very end you see the uh, basically you see boyd and one of his guys pull up on the uh the uh, transport of the drugs got hit. <clears throat> somebody, Jason Statham? Somebody found out about it. Yeah, that would be... Man, that would be crazy. Yes, yeah, this season's going to lead in the next Fast and Furious. <laughs> exactly. So, And it's time to call in Vic Mackey to investigate it. <laughs> somebody's stolen the drugs. Yes. God, Boyd's going to call in his old partner. <laughs> you think that would be slightly <laughs> jumping be awesome. the shark? <laughs> no, I don't. Mackey. Shane like Vandrell's twin, Boyd Crowder. <laughs> exactly. He's pretty much the same character. I was going to say, since Shane is... Spoiler alert, dead. Yeah. What? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to, ruin a, sorry to ruin a show from 10 years ago for you. I'll never forget my dad saying, I got my dad in that show and he watched it and then he didn't watch the last season. And then he watched the last episode when it came out. I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? It's like, well, I knew everything I needed it's to like know. people who watched, <laughs> like, maybe the first episode of Breaking Bad and the last, or didn't watch any of the episodes of Breaking Bad and then watched the last one. It's like, what's wrong that? with you? Yeah, well... I don't give a Not to get too segmented off of this, but like... That's pretty much what they said about it. <clears throat> the next day after the close, I got a girl at work into watching it, and she watched the whole <laughs> thing. Uh, but the next day after the finale had aired, somebody said he died, and she was like, well, that kind of spoils the whole thing. And I was like, trust me, it does not ruin anything no. to know that he died in the It was end. a very predictable possible ending. So sure. It doesn't matter. Not at all. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead with your that's description it. of Justified. I think that's it. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I think it's. I think it was better than the first episode we yeah, had this season. I agree. It, I like the fact sure. that it was so interwoven with so many arcs from previous seasons. Yeah, with H.R. McDonough, Loretta, um, and I, I don't know. That and just the, the introduction. But, I guess we had the introduction of Amy Smart also. Yes, well, yeah, yeah, we had a new love interest. Yeah, I just, super, I just like the fact that into it's that. tied into the show's mythology overall, and I love those episodes when we get to advance the plot. And it's not the standalone, which is Raylan procedure, which is fine. Why the show's gotten better? 
You know, yeah. since the first season when they did that shit all the time. It's but, gotten way better since then. Of course, it's, it makes more sense then in, in season one because you're trying to establish all the characters. There are some but stupid they didn't things really like, in season one. like when he's talking to Ava, when uh, Boyd is talking to Ava in the jail, and she's just she's worried about the fact that he's now killed the guy, the one witness that they had down for her. So uh, taking care of you, baby. And he, she says to him, all you're right, the right, only right. one that's ever been there for me. And I'm like, oh, my God, he was trying to kill you in the first episode. Right. Let's, let's, let's not gloss over glaring holes in the story. But I, mean, I glossed it's, over it. It's fine. But yeah. She just loves her some Crowder. Uh, and that's fine. I'm not arguing with that point. But let's not say stupid things like you're the only one that's ever been there for me. Because he wanted to kill her in the first <laughs> the episode. Tape is just dong length. Yeah. Just anyway. to say random things. Maybe it was a violent loving it's no. like when you throw a rock. He, Thomas, he you always, a gun, you always he throw. To I know, her. but you're always throwing rocks at girls that you like. It's the same situation, except okay. he likes to throw bullets. Sure. So same thing. And she loves her some Crowder. She probably would have gone after cousin Johnny at some point. I don't know about that. Especially after he went uh, <laughs> to a wheelchair. What do you have against the handicapped? I don't have anything against Ava. Does why are you so anti-handicapped? I, I, you didn't ask me if I would sleep with him. You would. But you would. Well, we yes. That. So what, how am I anti-handicapped then? Your story doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. So on this show. God, can we play more of that? Thumbs yeah, up? Good. I, thumbs yeah, up. I think it thumbs it up. It was, uh, I thought it was better than season premiere and definitely more interesting. But well, and yeah. I hope that that's the way the whole season goes. Like every I just, I hate the fact that is better than last. It was confirmed this week that we're only going to get one more season after this. That might be enough. Maybe it will, but yeah, let's wait and see. God, I want. They I think really they wind it down fine. Yeah, I'm hoping that, dude. And you don't almost, want us to go Dexter almost long. any show no, that sure. I'm into at this point. I'm really okay. I don't want it to end after the first season or second season. But I'm really okay with an earlier ending than a later ending because yeah, of the way no. several shows. Leave him wanting more. I mean, five or six. Is yeah, the best I, I don't. Online. I don't want him to drive his uh, Mercedes into a hurricane and end up becoming a lumberjack. Yeah, that, you know, that may happen after if he, you go like ten seasons. Rescues Ava from a hospital and dumps her body in, into a hurricane. So I really want his wife to come back. Could but be that's two sparrows in a hurricane. Winona. Yeah, I believe she's on the following, so she probably she? won't be back over there. Yeah, yeah. I kind of honestly, I kind of hope that she doesn't come back. I. I don't know. I didn't really find their relationship that appealing on the show. Mm. It's probably a they'll ultimately end up together, and he's uh, not going to end up with Amy Smart we'll or see. Ava. Maybe he'll end up. Well, with, Amy Smart's probably not going to. Probably be not Ava either. Probably, I'm guessing he's probably not going to end up with Ava again. Yeah, at this point, but probably not Ava. <laughs> I think Ava's going to go down with. Uh, hey now, what's his name? At some point, with Boyd Crowder. Yeah, they're just going to go yeah. down together. Yeah. Well, at the very, very end of the episode, uh, Michael Rappaport uh, moves into Harlan County. Into the whorehouse and greets Dewey Crow. And too much uh, to Dewey's. Yeah, I forgot about see where it goes on there. Excitement. I was going to say, Dewey didn't really seem very Not excited about that at all. all. You know, he's having threesomes in the, uh, in trailer. the trailer. <laughs> Which they are showing a lot more nudity this season, aren't they? They are. They showed a lot of boob in this episode. And they're routinely advertising in front of it that there is nudity. So. Yes, they do. So are we moving on here? Yep. P-O-W.
time I've heard that intro like four or five times now, and every time I hear it, have you heard that Scrubs episode where... Nope. JD and Turks sing that song, A Surgeon and a Duck Above It All. You never heard that? Shut up. Okay, <laughs> don't lay out. <laughs> okay, thank you. Let's just end it if you want to lay out on me. 394 469-665-9827. Assholes. Uh, we're here to talk also about True Detective, which is the new show from our man crushes, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. All right, all right, all right. And this is the limited series on HBO. As, as I understand it, it's only eight, eight episodes. <laughs> and I, as I understand it, and this could be wrong, but every season is going to be a different cast. Are they what? for sure doing different that's seasons? That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Hmm. I hope that's not. We need to check your sources. I hope that's not true, but that's what I've heard. Because so it's going to be about different detectives every different, time? Very right. true detectives? Right. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a false detective one season. <laughs> Maybe they'll call it something new every season. Like the second season it? will be... No, it was my foot. It's uh, true speaking. detective, truer. Truest. Yeah, well, hopefully that's on, season three. <laughs> that's the end of the show. Hopefully on the next one we have the, you know, the dude from CSI Miami so he can rip his sunglasses off <laughs> oh in the beginning God. of every episode. <laughs> it's going to be really hard. If they're really planning to do that, it's going to be really hard to follow up those two. Yeah, no kidding. Really hard. They Mark seem... and Thomas in the second season? <laughs> hey, I'm, all, I'm game. If I need to send in a tryout tape, I'll do it. <laughs> I have a clue. I <laughs> That's just the noise I make anytime there's a new activity. <laughs> you find a clue. <laughs> God. So the uh, name of the episode is Long Bright Dark and I will say that I, I agree that it's going to be hard to top these two guys because if they continue it, if they do, um if they go with a different cast because I was these, under the impression it's just like a mini like a long mini series. I was under that impression as well. Well, from what mm-hmm. I heard the other day, it's going to be different seasons. Where I heard the other day, my sources are none of your goddamn business. I'm going to okay. say they're fucking bullshit. I have inside exclusive Hollywood <laughs> sources. But uh these two seem Matthew McConaughey and uh Woody Harrelson seem to be a matched pair. I mean, they are they work so well together. Even though they play disparate characters, That's they right. are they they're awesome. And Matthew McConaughey, who is playing uh, Dustin's brother, Rustin. He is. He's such a dark character. They, I brothers mean, because we have similar first names, except he changed the first letter of his first name. He's really good. He, he looks, is really he good. He still looks really, really thin yeah, from he's, the, he's right still, off the... He's still Byers Club Dallas then. Byers Club. Yeah. How is this a tribute to Matthew McConaughey's Reliant Energy commercials? It's really not. Can it's be prepared to hear this for the next eight weeks, Totally folks. different. <laughs> Fucking shit. But, uh... Yeah, he's so skinny. We but folks, you guys. I got all country because it's a Southern Gothic series. Be prepared to hear this for the next several weeks, folks. <laughs> That's I said it. Let me, get, let me get some biscuits and gravy and some Texas toast. Just, just a little America. bit. Let's go to Waterburger. I love America. America. America, Eagles, and Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, cock and balls. And cock and balls. Uh, but anyway. no, I think I think this might be McConaughey's Uh-oh. darkest character. Yeah, I would say. Well, we'll see how he goes. But Ooh. I feel confident sure he played implied. a bad guy in something. Well, that Killer I'm not Joe, he was pretty dark. Oh uh, yeah, that's he was way really darker. Dark. I guess okay. Well, we'll, we'll see though. The way it's going, I don't know. There's some impl- implied things in this particular episode. Yeah, he's. I mean, what are you suggesting, sir? Uh, it seems like they What's have some suspicion about. Him and why these people are still dying. It does, doesn't it? That's the implication they gave in the first episode. Yeah, towards the end. I mean, there's some light things throughout the episode, but towards the end, they ask ask him a question that's kind of very leading. Ask the right fucking questions. 
All right, all right, yeah, all right. And that's how it ended, which exactly. was pretty awesome. It was a great ending. But uh, And Woody Harrelson's really cool about being just the straight-laced Southern detective. Right. And Matthew McConaughey has all these fucking wild-ass theories about life and shit. And yeah. Woody Harrelson's character is basically like, don't say that shit what around the fuck? people. Don't say Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. There was some funny-ass shit in that car dialogue when, they, when they're, when they're regular, discussing... I'm just a regular guy with a big fucking dick. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mark that. <laughs> <laughs> the fact the fact that uh he always looked like he was chewing on walnuts or something in his cheeks like Woody Harrelson? I yeah, that was inten- I mean obviously that oh, was yeah. intentional. He always looked like he had he a like, he's, he's a good detective. He always had a mouthful of dip and yeah. I mean it was it was all, I I love southern oh, gothic no. shows like uh, you know True Blood as stupid as that show is. I love the I love southern gothic shows in general. Like this, and you know, I would call Killer Joe even a, a Southern Gothic sh- uh, movie, and I love the it feel is. of that. It's just dark, and it's got that rustic Southern charm, you know. Hence the guy's name being Rustin. Exactly. <laughs> Hence. But anyway, yeah, I just I think Matthew McConaughey's dark, brooding character, whatever you want to say about him, that's that it just has like you can tell he has a ton of layers to him. Yeah. Why does he think these weird ass things? He thinks and all that for where he is and how his life has been this whole mysterious background of he's a guy from Texas that nobody has any history on and he grew up in Alaska. Yeah. I grew up in Alaska and then he did something for the, I don't know if it was the Rangers or something else, something in Texas that was all locked down. Nobody knew anything about it. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then what on the other side, Woody Harrelson being like the more straight laced family Pretty guy. Straight-laced, right? Yeah. And then, uh, Rustin, his daughter died at some point. Yeah. I don't know why, but she passed as he said. Right. Which I maybe that's didn't part catch why he's that. crazy. Yeah, he mentions that his mentioned daughter, that to Woody Harrelson's were, wife. Yeah, when they were at the dinner table. Yeah, I didn't actually catch that at all. I do did know obviously that he was estranged from her. It seemed like, but I did not catch that she was dead. And he's an alcoholic. Well, he at least said she's dead. Yeah, I he mean, said who knows? Dead. He's kind of yeah. wheels off. So we'll it, see what happens. Yeah. That could that could just be something as an affront. I don't know. But and he's a he's an alcoholic that's also looking for quaaludes, right? So he can stay awake, or no, so he can sleep. So he, can he doesn't sleep. sleep. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, I had it backwards, but. <laughs> Yeah, so he a really dark, complex character. I think more complex than that, Killer Joe. The actual, you know, killing is pretty dark in yeah, itself. So. And that reminded me a lot of Hannibal, which did yeah. you guys keep up with Hannibal after nope. we watched the podcast? No, not even a little bit. Dude, that show is so great. You have to go back and watch it. I don't it's have to do so, anything. You'll do what I say. <laughs> you can't make me. On the bus, I will drive you to that show and you'll watch it. <laughs> you'll lock me in the bus and show me on the bus monitors. <laughs> well, in Hannibal, uh, antlers play a big role in the first season of The Killings. Oh, and okay. so the the posing of the body and all that reminded me a lot of Are Hannibal. The second Is this season a current? Uh, the second season will probably be starting, I would say, sometime a little bit later this year. Yeah. Just give us the comments. Um, it had 13 episodes in the first season. But it reminded me so much of Hannibal, like the, the ritualistic the fashion, of the, the antlers, the posing of the bodies. Yeah, uh, a, lot of, a lot of Hannibal influence there. But uh, that's not a complaint because Hannibal's really well done, and so is this show. And I like the I like the idea of looking back at it and then reflecting back on the past episode or the past uh, situation, and you know, just having them in their current the se- the their 17, current wheels off state. Yeah, it's a seventeen years difference, and, like, and you can right. see it. You know, like and even McConaughey's like, you know, I, I started drinking at twelve, and yeah, you guys aren't going to stop me or yeah. whatever. You know, it's just it, there's a whole lot of. Cool one-liners in it that are entertaining. Did they say what modern-day McConaughey's job is? Because he's not a police no. officer anymore. And modern-day, no. quote-unquote, is 2012, I guess. Yeah. It was April 2012. What the hell's going on? He's I was just, just the computer went to sleep. I was just letting oh, him know. Okay. I don't want it to stop again Thanks. in the middle of the show. I didn't know. Okay. Anyway. Anyways. 
So uh, I, I give it two flaming thumbs up. No, me too. It's it awesome looks like show. it's a great start, and I think this concept is really good to be isolated to eight episodes. You know, I, I think thirteen would have been fine, but I think eight's really good too. You, you know, know I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm open to it. I'm not. I'm really not excited about the fact that it only has eight episodes, but I'm open I don't know. to. I feel like that seeing... could really stretch if you were doing several seasons of this concept. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have to get to some resolution of that. Having interviews for two years I, um, I, on the surface. I think that uh, this concept is a lot easier than, say, a guy who makes meth, a teacher who makes meth because he has cancer. Like, I feel like I don't know. I think that's way more wide open. Just as easily. I think that's oh, way more wide open. I think you could open. totally do that with this, but though. You could. I, it doesn't guess, matter. It's just a different aspect. It's just yeah. different from what I'm used to. I think yeah. maybe it could be that this season is about finding the real killer because I don't think it's McConaughey. But finding who the real killer is in this season, and then maybe season two is... It's a hot opinion. We're going to uh, note that. Maybe a copycat killer, and so McConaughey has to come back to the force with Woody Harrelson or some shit like that. And who knows what he's doing now, but, you know, maybe as private detectives, they're, they team up to be... If they even do another I don't think we season. get a really good time frame on the present and past, sure. either. He does say, oh, Woody Harrelson did say at one point, I haven't talked to him in 10 years. Yeah. But well, that's about all we got, and, and the different hairstyles. <laughs> well, the, well, you're talking about the time frame of the murders versus where they are now? Yeah. yeah the past versus the present. Well, because it was like 1995, right? The they murders? They said the mid-90s. Is it actually and, now, the present? And then actually 2012 now? was, it was the present. April 2012, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, never mind. So, anyway. And props to the, uh, the, the uh, costuming team for uh, Woody Harrelson's uh, nice toupee there. With his Patrick the Tank uh, hair that he yeah, gave him. Yeah, exactly. Is, Unreal how much Patrick the Tank looks like him in that hairstyle. Indeed. So, Flaming Thumbs from you guys? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Gasoline. Out. Go. Out. Out. Go. Out. All right. Well, if you have a comment about anything we've talked about today, you can call us at 469-665-9827. Leave a question of the week or a comment about anything we talked about today, and you can find everything related to this show at popsyndicate.net or breakroom.tv. Out. Go. Out. Gasoline. High five. Popsyndicate.com. Or popsin with a y dot com. Out, go out, gasoline, high five. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the break room, on Twitter at the break room. Find me on Twitter at the mark with a C, Dustin is at the WS9775, <laughs> and Thomas is at Naveed Central. And as always, myspace.com slash the break room. Are you serious? I am. Don't forget to listen to our sister shows, the 15 minute movie podcast, and the whole gasoline. Uh, if you want to help the show out, go to the site, click on some of our banners, uh, close Amazon cookies, and start shopping at Amazon. He's got that big flaming vagina. <laughs> and that. Uh, but the best thing you can do for us always is please tell a friend and then go to iTunes, search for the show. We're the one with the power fist. And uh, rate us and give us a, a, give, us a give us a five-star review. We're the, we ones, appreciate it. we're the one that's not Mark Marin. Exactly. The Not the KSCS <laughs> or whatever the, that other show is. Uh, and uh, thanks to everybody who is going to help spread the stickers around. We've got about 10 or 12 people that are going to help us out with that. We really appreciate that. We'll be sending those out soon as soon as we get those magnets. And thanks to Vagabond Saints on Twitter for helping to put together our logo and American Rockstar for our theme song. And we hope to be putting together Pop Syndicate Fest in Cleveland uh, maybe sometime at the end of 2014. <laughs> so you guys look out for that. Hopefully at the uh, Football Hall of Fame. Inside the Football out Hall of Fame. Out, gasoline, high five. Out, go out. Out, go out, gasoline, high gasoline. five. Gasoline. High five. Gas online. Out, go out, gasoline, high five. Out, go out, gasoline, high five. Out, go out, gasoline, high five.
Funding for this program was made possible by the Corporation for Pop Syndicate Podcasting and by annual financial support from viewers like you. This is The Break Room. 